Hi, this is Jin Lally and welcome to my podcast, Stress Bucket Solutions. I want to talk today about coming out of lockdown. Um, We are in lockdown right now and I hope that this podcast comes to you really timely because there is a lot of anxiety of coming out of lockdown. Now, you remember there was a time when we just couldn't wait to come out of it. We were just wondering, when is this going to end? And now that time is becoming a reality. And we are really surprised that our anxiety has gone up. Uh, And this is really normal. Remember when we went into lockdown? When we went into lockdown, we went into a lot of anxiety there. Our brain hates change. It really doesn't like change. When we are presented with change, from an external source, our brain flags that up as an error. It just says, error message, not liking this. Even if you know that's good for you. Now, the example I use is, you know, if you've ever been into a shop and you've tried on a new jacket, for example, you're trying on this new jacket and you're looking in the mirror and you're thinking, "Mm, it's not really for me. Uh, And the sales assistant comes along and says, oh, wow, that jacket looks fabulous on you. You're not going to buy it. You've made your mind up already, haven't you? It can work the other way as well. You've seen a jacket and you think, oh, that's lovely. Uh, I really want that jacket and I'm really enjoying wearing it. And your best friend says, oh, I hate that jacket. It's awful. And you will say, I don't care. I'm going to wear it. Um, And yes, that takes a bit of confidence to do that. But your brain just flags it up as an error. Anything that goes against the way that you want to think your brain will flag it as an error. The solution needs to come from you. The solution is within you. When you decide to do something, then it's not seen as an error. Then it's absolutely normal. It comes from your own subconscious. Really good example of this is when people are trying to lose weight. Now, to lose weight, um, people often know, don't they, that they're not eating healthily, they're not moving enough, but and, and there's friends are saying it, family saying it. Um, there's everything on TV and in the media to tell you that. But until you decide to eat more healthily and move a little bit more, nothing is going to happen. Nothing is going to change because at that point you're just seeing it as an error. It's an error message. And this is the same as coming out of lockdown now. Changes are about to occur, and our brain isn't liking it. So what can you do? to start reducing your anxiety about coming out of lockdown. So there's little steps that you can take here. You need to prepare yourself. The first thing to do is get all the information that you need. Now, this is information not from, you know, your best friend's friend's auntie. It's from guided, real good guidelines from the NHS, from the government, what is going on. And all the way through lockdown, I hope you've been keeping informed in that way as well. You know, really getting the facts. Um, There's lots of different sources you can get your information from, but how reliable is that information? So make sure your information is nice and reliable. And that is what you are going to do. Another thing to do is don't negatively forecast the future. Now, if you haven't listened to my episode about how that stress bucket fills up, just go back and, and listen to the stress bucket one because the biggest form of anxiety is filling that bucket with negative thoughts about the future. You will negatively forecast what's going to go wrong here. 
Now, our imagination is really powerful. It doesn't know the difference between imagination and reality. So you are just going to fuel your anxiety even more by predicting everything that is going to go wrong with coming out of lockdown. Yeah. Now, the thing here to remember is that the more you think about that, the more it's happened in reality, the more you are going to fuel further negative thoughts. 99% of the things we worry about never happen. It's okay to have a plan B, maybe a, a plan C, but don't go all the way to Z with plans. Because what you're doing is you're wasting time now worrying about things that may never happen. You are taking time away from where you are right now, which is probably quite a happy and safe place. You're taking yourself to a place of worry and anxiety about things that probably won't happen. So don't negatively forecast the future. Yeah. Another thing you can do is remember, you can change your mind. Whatever you decide to do, if you feel that, no, oh, that's not going to work, you know, nothing's set in stone here. And I think even if you get the messages from, you know, the NHS and the government, we're still learning about COVID-19 and what's going on. So a second lockdown may be coming. So we might need to change things again. We need to be prepared for that. And on a personal level, you're allowed to change your mind. If you do something, for example, like going out, with your mask on and it feels a bit uncomfortable and there's too many people about, you can say, no, I'm going to go back indoors again for a little bit. But I want you to try it. I want you to try things. You need to go to just the edge of your comfort zone. You don't go out, have to go out of your comfort zone. I'll always say to people, just go to the edge of your comfort zone and just try something. And that means going for a walk around the block for 10 minutes in your mask. Okay, if you are really anxious about going to the shops in a mask and what's going to happen and doing your big shop in a mask in a big supermarket, right? break it down, break that down to something really small, walking around the block for 10 minutes in your mask, just see how that feels. Now, more than likely, what will happen is, I think you will start walking for 20 minutes, maybe half an hour, you'll think, well, I'm out for 10 minutes now, I might go a little bit further, this is okay. We are often scared about the unknown. And if you don't know, remember, engage your intelligent brain to say, right, I'm just going to go around the block for 10 minutes with my mask on and see how that feels. And then what you'll start to do is you'll start to go maybe a little bit further. You might go into a shop. Now, if you go into that shop and it's a complete disaster, that doesn't mean you go straight back and hide again at home and you're never going to come out again. You're just going to take it one step back. You're going to go back round to walking around the block for 10 minutes. So, okay, it didn't go so well in that shop. What does that mean? Use your intelligent brain to think creatively. I'll try a different shop. I'll go at a different time. Maybe I will make sure I make a list next time. Use your intelligent brain to get creative. But you can change your mind. Nothing's fixed here. Don't get into a fixed mindset here about what you can and can't do. Now, a lot of people are feeling anxious about going back to work. And that's where we might feel that we don't have so much control because we have been told that we are going back to work, uh, maybe in an office, uh, a shop, an environment where there's going to be more people. How do you cope with that? And I suppose what we need to talk about here is your communication with your employers. And if you're an em uh, employer, in communicating with your employee. So if you run a business, it's really important to communicate 
with your staff and likewise staff communicate with your bosses. What is it that's concerning you? What is going to go on? Now, all the workplaces that I know and a lot I work with a lot of businesses and business owners, they are putting in some really great measures. They're really looking at solving this problem, the social distancing, the masks, the flexible working. Now, if you are not not communicating with your boss, you're not going to find these out. But you'll be surprised at what people are doing. I think some people are doing brilliant work to try and get their businesses working again. But they're working within the guidelines. They're doing what's right for them and their business. And, you know, you, you need to get back to work. That is part of your routine. You will enjoy doing that. So communicate both ways, employers and employees, communicate with each other. You're probably worrying about something that your employer's already taken care of. And if not, just try and communicate your concerns. Work together. Come up with a solution that works for you. There could be something really simple that would work to help reduce your anxiety. It might be that you just want to come in at staggered times. That's how you'd feel better. You want to leave a bit earlier. But, you know, going back to work long term would be really good for your mental health. And I think you might even enjoy being back together. We're all social beings as humans. So we need to get back into seeing our colleagues, our friends, people around us. If you work with the public, you know, it does come with its limitations with lockdown. But, you know, it is that human interaction that is really good for us as well. Now, be, be flexible. Be flexible with the work environment. Remember, again, your brain doesn't like the change. So you're going to try something. Your employer something in place, put something in place with great intentions. Um, but, you know, the proof is in the pudding. You need to try it out. And actually, your employer might actually need you to come back in to try it out. Does this work? They've done everything that looks good on paper. and in pra- But in practice, that's only when we'll find out how those things are going to work. So it's, it's a bit of an experiment. I want you also to be mindful of others, be mindful of colleagues. So not everyone has enjoyed lockdown. You might be feeling anxious about going back, but some people really need to get back into the office. Maybe they found it really difficult to work from home with children and homeschooling. They've maybe not even had a a really nice workstation to work from at home. I know people that have been working from their bedrooms, they've had to go back and live with their mum and dad. And that's not a great environment. So there's some people that really do want to get back to some sort of office environment. And although you may feel that you're anxious about that, having that grievance won't be useful to voice in front of lots of other people who are feeling that they want to come back. So just be mindful of colleagues that are really wanting to come back. Now, that doesn't mean bottling up all your feelings. Remember, it's about communication, but, you know, be a little bit tactful about how you communicate and when you communicate. Nothing's ever as bad as it seems. Try and focus on the solution going forward. Nothing will be the same again, but we do need to learn to adapt. Over the past couple of weeks, I've had increasingly more and more people bring up this question. And I really want to address this as my final point for this episode. People have said that, well, Jin, I'm all right with what I'm doing, but I'm looking at everyone else and I'm not happy with what they're doing. It's really giving me anxiety seeing what my friends and family are doing, seeing what my colleagues are doing. 
and even seeing what strangers are doing. Yeah. So you feel like you want to walk everywhere with a mask and you see people without masks. And it comes back to feeling confident and feeling in control. You need to do what makes you feel good. We can't control other people, but we can control our reactions to them. So in this case, I would say you might need some blinkers on. When you're out in public and you see other people doing things that you're not happy with, put your blinkers on a little bit because you can't control them. You can only control what you're doing. You may need to take a different route away from them. You need to walk in a different direction. You're happy with your mask on. You can control what you do, but do not let your anxiety get raised because what other people are doing is just not fair on you. You deserve to keep your mental health nice and balanced. You deserve to be stress-free. Now, that's easy to do with strangers, but what about people you know? It comes back to communication again. So with people you know, colleagues and friends and family who you don't live with, do communicate to them, this is how I feel. I don't feel happy meeting up right now, or maybe you do. But have your reasons for that. And I want you to always communicate that in a calm and assertive way. So if you're feeling a bit emotional, don't. that's not the time to communicate it. If you're feeling angry, if you're feeling anxious, your communication levels will drop. You won't be able to portray that to the other party in an effective way. So wait until you're nice and calm and then that is the point where you will communicate, look, I'm not happy with this, so this is why I'm doing this and do you mind, I don't want to do that. Now, uh, I met up with friends yesterday and we, all the way through lockdown, we've all noticed how we've really been communicating with each other really well. So I, I met up with two friends to go for a walk, two really good friends. And we had some Zoom sessions a few weeks ago and occasionally one of us would say, oh, well, I'm actually not feeling up for Zoom right now. So you two carry on. I'm going to take a break. And you know what? We respected that. We're their friend. So we would just said, we're here for you when you're ready, but totally respect that you need to take a step back. If we, when we were all ready to go for a walk together, we all said, yes, this is what we want to do. So again, it's communication both ways. That communication is really important. And respect people when they give you that communication. And we were able to respect each other because we all communicated in a really authentic and really calm way. And whether that was on an email or a voice message, it, it we did what was best for us. So you could tell that often one of us would only communicate in an email if we really felt like we wanted to hide. You know, we said, oh, just not feeling great right now and just put it out there. We didn't disappear, but just I don't want to join in right now. And when we were ready to join in, the messages were different. They were voicemails and that kind of thing and even phone calls to say, yep, I'm ready to join back in again. So that communication is really important. But what you need to do is you need to communicate it calmly and you need to find your place of confidence. So get all the information, work in small steps, feel confident with that information and know that you can change your mind, but don't negatively forecast the future. Nothing will be the same again, so we need to learn to adapt. And change is the basic law of nature. According to Darwin's Origin of Species, it's not the, it's not the most intellectual of the species that survives. It's not the strongest that survives. It's not the survival of the fittest. 
but it's the species that survives is the one that is able to best adapt and adjust to the changing environment in which it finds itself. And human beings are the most adaptable species of them all. That's why we're at the top of the food chain. So I want you to apply this theory. We will be able to survive and even thrive coming out of this if we can adapt and if we can adjust. And we're going to do that in small steps, keeping our anxiety down. I really hope that that's been a useful podcast for you at this time. I'd love to have your feedback. Please leave me a review and rate uh, if you can. And, And if you think this podcast, even just this episode, might help someone else, please do share it. Because there's lots of us out there struggling at the moment, and we can get through this if we do this together. Thanks a lot for listening. And I'll look forward to seeing you next time where we'll talk more about some more stress bucket solutions.